the Ambitious Radio Network. Conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders. Are you an entrepreneur, startup junkie, or just someone interested in improving their leadership skills? If you're looking to be motivated, inspired, and uncover what it takes to get to the next level, listening to Ambitious Radio will be well worth the investment of your time. We have weekly engaging conversations with today's most influential thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they discuss their successes, failures, tipping points, and other priceless information that you can apply immediately after listening. And welcome to the show. Good to have you right here. It is Ambitious Radio, hosted by our friend Doug Parker, talking about entrepreneurship and leadership while interviewing interesting people and what makes them ambitious. Now, you know, the show wouldn't be possible without our sponsors, Grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. You know, most of the time, small business owners need to personally guarantee any loans that their companies take out. That can be kind of tough to do if you have credit issues. So if you have less than perfect credit, go to RepairMyCreditNow.com for a free credit report evaluation. RepairMyCreditNow.com. Doug, what do we have going on today? Today we have another fantastic guest, and I am so humbled. I started uh, reading this gentleman's books a couple years ago, and uh, you know, really at the time, obviously had no idea I would ever have him on the show, but he is a New York Times best-selling author, and uh, one of the reporters there said that he has quietly become one of America's most influential people. Zig Ziglar said that he was one of the best speakers he had ever seen. He's been featured on Good Morning America, and his books have been translated into over 25 languages. Today, we've got Andy Andrews on the show. Welcome to the show, Andy. Doug, thank you, buddy. I am honored to be here, man. Well, I am so honored to have you on the show. I'll tell you what, you know, over the years, uh, I can truly say that you've made an impact uh, on my life and many others. Uh, your book, The Traveler's Gift, is probably one that I give away the most. If I ever see somebody struggling through some things, I, I really, um, I think it's an entertaining book, but it gives them some facts and some ways to wrap their head around things, but it, but it's just a really, uh, a really fantastic book. You know, we're going to talk about a, a lot of different things, but um, I know that that book has um, really made a big influence on so many people, and, and, the, and the seven decisions are intertwined in so many of the different things that you do. Can we talk a little bit about those, those seven decisions? Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, you know, those were uh, really in my life before I ever even had the idea to write uh, The Traveler's Gift, you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not sure, Doug, if you even know where those seven decisions came from, but when I was uh, 19 years old, my parents died, and uh, mm. my mom died of cancer, and my dad was killed in a car accident same year. So this was a crazy time in my life, as you can imagine. And I've I've always had the ability to take a bad situation and and make it worse. I really I made some uh, bad moves at that time, and you know within a couple of years was literally homeless and and living uh, under a pier on, on the Gulf of Mexico and and uh, in and out of people's garages so it was a crazy time but i met this old guy late one night under my pier scared me to death and he and he became a huge influence in my life his name was jones uh we called him the noticer uh because he he said you know that uh he, he would say when when uh, god was passing out talents he didn't give me any of the cool ones i you know he said i i can't uh, swim fast i can't run great or sing he said but i notice little things that make a difference in people's lives and so that's 
that was Jones. Yeah, you know, that was that was the guy. I eventually wrote a book about him called The Noticer. But when when I met him, he started me reading, and I I'd, I'd never been that. You know, I was always kind of a Sports Illustrated, Field and Stream type of person, and and but he started me reading books. And and, and long story short, I ended up uh, after several years, I'd I'd read uh, over 200 biographies. And because he started me reading these biographies, he would say these, you know, these books are are thrillers, they're they're romances, they're mysteries, and he said and they're all true. And I I really got got kind of hooked on them, and and after a while began to kind of graph in my mind what all these people had, and and kind of what they were, and I identified seven things, and and these were these were not seven habits, they weren't seven. Uh, ideas, or they, they weren't uh, they weren't seven theories. They they weren't even mine. You know, I mean, I, anybody could have read all these books and kind of figured this out. But I, I guess I was the one who did. And and so I I finally figured out that these were seven principles that that these people had that they'd used in their lives. And it was curious to me. It seemed like two or three or four of them. Uh, would always kind of be present and they would like know they had them and they would use them and then there would be two or three or four that y- y- you and I could look Doug with the passage of time and and see that they had those things but I wasn't sure they knew they had them well what happens to somebody who knows all seven you know what what happens to the kid whose parents teach him all seven of these things and and I, I eventually began to in my own mind calling them decisions because I thought you know principal that you don't use, uh, you know, that could even get you in trouble. You know, principles mm-hmm. work all the time. They work whether you know them or not. And and so, you know, we've heard ignorance of the law is no excuse. Well, ignorance of principle is no protection from the consequences of violating the principle just because you didn't know it. I mean, I mean, gravity has been working for a long time. And, and mm-hmm. just because you don't agree with it or you think that... Uh, uh, you know, with the changing times, we should regulate it a little bit, or just because you had never heard of it, doesn't mean that if you if you stumble down the stairs, it's not going to affect your life. <laughs> and so, I, I began to look at these seven things and think, man, what is it about these things? You know, what 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 happens to a life who knows all seven? And that was kind of the beginning of that. And 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 later. It was much later, uh, years later, I, that I wrote the story of the Traveler's Gift. It was a story about a family going through a tough time, and the dad gets to travel through time, meeting with seven historical figures who are also going through a tough time in their own life. And he gets to be with uh, Anne Frank in the annex and watch her and watch that as they hide and talk to her. He gets to be with uh, Columbus as they're crossing the ocean and, and Lincoln at Gettysburg and and uh, Truman and so each of these people give him one of these seven decisions that if he puts and tells him if he puts it in his life if he puts these seven things in life um, everything will change for him and so that was really the story of the traveler's gift and kind of where I got the seven decisions sure well and I'll tell you they're they're great and I actually went as far at one point to to cause I prefer to listen to books as opposed to read them and and interestingly enough you know Growing up, I never really read any books. I, I read one book in high school, and that was it. 
And when I got out of high school, I never went to college, but I started working and did pretty well and realized I really needed to get some, some better content up in my noggin. And so I started uh, reading some things, but it was pretty much all business related. And probably, I don't know what it was, maybe five or six years ago, someone asked me, you know, what kind of books do you read, fact or fiction? And, um, and I said, well... All I ever read are business books. I had never really read any fiction books at all. And he told me about this book that was, you know, it had some some really interesting content in it, but it was fiction. And um, so I went out and and, uh, downloaded the book. And one of the very interesting things when I was talking to Sandy the other day, she mentioned to me, uh, because I, I told her that if you are planning on getting uh, this book, I always recommend that people download the either the uh, the audio version or, or get the CDs because it is such a different experience hearing you read the book as opposed to just reading it yourself and um, I was listening to a to a Tim Ferriss uh, show the other day and I, I really have enjoyed some of the content on his podcast and through that process um, I had not read his books so I thought oh, I'll go download one of his books I've been really entertained with uh, you know his presentation, and I, I was a little bit disappointed with the audiobook that I downloaded because it it was it was a very professional person um, doing the doing the uh, the reading of the book, but it it was just very blah 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 blah, which is not what he, how he is. And I was telling Sandy about that, and she says, "Yeah, we 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 actually recorded you know something initially, and then had to change it up. So can you talk a little bit about that?" Uh, it it was very odd, but now you know. That when that book hit like that, you know, I mean, it was only a book, right? And mm-hmm. and and yet, all of a sudden, now it's this huge sensation. Well, they gotta have, they gotta have an audio book, and I, uh, I had some kind of uh, long laryngitis. Nobody knew when I was gonna get my voice back, and the publisher's like, we gotta have this out. And so they had it done, and uh, when they had it done, you know, I'm listening to it, and within five minutes, I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And uh, it it wasn't that the guy was bad. It's just that the guy didn't match what I was thinking when I wrote it and and all like that. And so, so in any case, about six months later, I did it, and um, and everybody kind of said, Hey, you're, you're okay at this. And I'm like, well, I, you know, I, I grew up doing voices and I, you know, I grew up just entertaining my classmates and I, you know, I I can talk and think at the same time. And, and so I, I like doing these voices and I like reading this stuff and I wrote it and I kind of imagine it like a movie when I write it. And so, yeah. And, and so I have done the audio on, on all my books, even though I got to tell you this, Doug, I don't know if you've listened uh, to the book that I have, The Lost Choice. But I after. I love that. Okay, well, I got to tell you, then you'll get a kick out of this. After I came home, I, I recorded that in Chicago. And when I came home from recording that, I told my wife, I said, I will never write a book with that many characters in it 
the rest of my life because <laughs> you know he had so many different characters in it that i you know by the time you're uh, almost finished recording you're doing one voice and the you know the engineer knocks on the glass he says uh you know that girl is sounding a little bit like the australian grave robber from yesterday <laughs> like oh my gosh it's so uh, it, but that has, it's been funny and I love doing it. I love doing it because I, I like listening to audios too. I read, but I also, you know, I'm busy. And so when I'm in the car, I love listening to audios, audio books. Right. Well, and, and for those of you that are listening today and, and you haven't, uh, experienced one of Andy's books, an audio book, uh, guys, the, the, when he talks about the, the different, uh, voices, I mean, he, it's, it's like a, um, a play or something. I mean, you're, you're hearing it. And it's him doing all the different voices, but he's a great impersonator, and he's got all these different voices. And, and I, I learned something new today because I've, I've gone through, I think, all of your books. Um, but I, for some reason, I didn't realize that Jones in The Noticer, um, but I didn't realize that was a real live person. Uh, I thought it was just a, a made-up person that you had made up. No, in if you read, you know, there's uh, The Noticer and The Noticer Returns now. Okay. And uh, if you read... The very first chapter in the noticer is absolutely true. Okay. Now the the rest of it's more my imagination, but the very first chapter in in the noticer is true. With me, you know, living under the pier and Jones finding me and the stuff he said to me and you know he oh, he made me mad a couple of times, but uh, just such a huge influence on my life. But it's true. Have you, Doug? Have you heard the Heartmender? You know, that is one that, that I, I have not heard that one, but I actually had a note on here because you, you had mentioned in, in something I was reading that it was one of your favorite books. And if you could Dude, that is, that's my favorite book I've ever written. I'm going to send you, when I when we, we get off this, I'm, I'm going to talk to uh, SB and I'm going to say, okay, let's come on, let's get this. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you that. You, I think you'll love that. Well, and, and it's about forgiveness, right? You know, it it is, and and now I, I just got to tell you, so that so your listeners know, and you know this, but I, I, I you know, I put that stuff, I I ease it through. I, I you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, I'm I'm not hitting anybody over the head with this, I, because I want people to 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 like it. I think the story has to kind of lead it because if you're not interested enough to stay with it, you're certainly not going to learn anything. And, and so I do put the principles in there. And so wrapped through this story is, is the principle of forgiveness. And, but the story itself is, is my favorite story because it's the story of uh, when German U-boats really were, a lot of people don't even know this, but they really were in the Gulf of Mexico in World War II and sinking American ships and killing Americans. And, um, and so in, in this story, one of the, uh, uh, the German officers on this U-boat, he considered himself a German, not a Nazi, but um, he was betrayed by the political officer when they were in close one night being refueled by you know, one of these uh, German sympathizers and, and he was, he was wounded and made it sure. And this young American war widow finds him and she's going to kill him, but he says something that makes her stop. I won't tell you what it is, but she says something that makes him stop. And the story is about how they hide in small town, 1942 America and why uh, she hid him. 
and what happens ultimately because of it. It's a very cool story. That sounds like a, a fantastic one. I mean, I'm sure it is like uh, just like all the others. And uh, I just appreciate so much uh, you taking some time with us. We'll wrap up this segment here on Ambitious Radio and uh, be right back after a break and hear from our sponsors. Were you recently notified by a major retailer that there was a data breach and that your personal information had been compromised? When was the last time that you viewed all of your credit reports? Was it when you refinanced your home or maybe when you purchased a new car a couple of years ago? If so, go to roadtoblack.com. Come to make sure that you have not been a victim of identity theft. You might have also recently heard that more than 21 million government employees and contractors' personal data was breached, including their social security numbers. Roadtoblack.com offers credit monitoring with alerts, score tracking, and a score simulator. Could you be at risk? Only if you have a social security number. Roadtoblack.com offers a one-stop solution with the credit information you need to stay informed. You can review your past credit history, check your current credit scores, and even use a credit simulator tool to get insight into what your credit could look like tomorrow. Just go to roadtoblack.com to see what's on your credit today. That's road, the number two, black.com, roadtoblack.com. As we get back into the show, let's give a shout out to our great sponsors, all3reports.com. That's all, the number three reports with an S.com. You know, many people check their credit every three to five years when they're financing a home or maybe when they're purchasing a new vehicle. But if there is an issue, it could be too late to do anything about it. So go to all3reports.com to find out more. Speaking of a new vehicle, a wise person once said, lease what depreciates, buy what appreciates. So go to Autoflex Leasing. They offer a better way to lease your next car. America's largest independent leasing company is Autoflex Leasing. Doug? All right, back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and we've got Andy Andrews here with us today, guys. This is fantastic. I'm so excited to have him on the show. Uh, I've been following him for years, and, and uh, it's just been great. And is that great you? Is that Has that been you back there? You've been, the one follow, you've been the one following me oh, for come free. Come on now. Come on now. All these <laughs> millions of millions of books sold and, and different languages. There's lots of me's following you. I promise I'm that. just teasing. I'm teasing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hey, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of some of your professional adventures. I mean, you know, we talked about, you know, how you became an author already, and, and, we, and we talked about kind of the, the rough time you went in in your late teens and, and uh, some of the decisions that you had made. But, you know, how did you actually overcome that? And then, you know, were there any fears that you had during that time? Um. Yeah. I mean, like constant. I mean, I, you know, I have... I have two boys, Doug. My wife and I have two boys, 13-year-old and a 16-year-old. And, you know, kids look at their dads, I suppose, and, and think, hey, you know, you're you're big, you're not scared of anything. And, and so I think it's important sometimes to tell my boys, hey, you know, e- even now, I, I get nervous about things sometimes. And, and so that's something that I have to fight. Uh, you know, and I, and I think maybe entrepreneurial people or and, and, you know, I think that there are a lot more entrepreneurs than people who admit it. I mean, certainly, you know, if, if you're in real estate, you're in insurance, I mean, you may, you may think that that is your job, but you're really an entrepreneur because, because if you're in a position where you got to produce and, and if you're in a job where if you don't produce, then, uh, you know, you're out of there, you're an entrepreneur. Right. You and and so you really need to learn those kind of things, and so 
So as an entrepreneur, one of the things that I had to learn was to really to fight fear and to to be able to banish it when I needed to because I I have seen so many people completely paralyzed by it. They they couldn't do anything. They could they and so and I know what that feels like. I was telling somebody the other day. I remember you know I speak a lot, and so now people watch me and think, ah, you're just you know it's a natural at that. Well, that that's not really true. I I may have a natural gift for for talking fast or for you know I don't know acting funny or something. But I but being on stage that's not normal for anybody really and i i remember when i started i i could i could uh you know i could have something that i was going to be doing on a saturday night and on wednesday sit down to dinner and have it cross my mind and i couldn't eat oh, <laughs> i mean goodness. it just scared me to death but i i, I finally i I've, i figured out and this i actually i put this in the book the noticer but I really figured out that, uh, and maybe this is just me wanting to make myself feel better, but I th- I think the smarter somebody is, the more likely they are to have a challenge with fear. The smarter they are, I, I don't, you know, I don't think dumb people have uh, much problems with it at all. You, you've seen that show Jackass? The, the yes. one is, it used to be HBO. And was, you know, those people, they're not scared of anything. And if you watch what they do, I don't think they're very smart either. <laughs> I agree with that. But oh but I think that, that smart people, um, I think I have a little more problem with it. And it's because of what fear really is. When I, when I gained a real understanding about what it was, a lot of it made sense to me. And here's what it is. Fear is nothing in the world but a misuse of the imagination that has been placed in you. If you have, if you're smart, you're likely to have a great imagination, and 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 that's you know your imagination. Because I'm going to tell you something: successful people, you know, successful people without a lot of education or a lot of formal education. There's so many of of people like us that that's practically a cliche. Okay, uh, successful people without uh, the greatest work ethic in the world. That's people like that. People who are very successful and they don't necessarily have a lot of self-discipline. But I want to tell you something. You will not see a very successful person that doesn't have a great imagination. And I'm not talking about necessarily Walt Disney type of thing. I'm talking about the normal, that imagination, the thing that allows you to be creative because it's your imagination that, that allows you to avoid trouble, you know, okay, now what happens if I do, there's your imagination that allows you to innovate, it's imagination that allows you, believe it or not, you know, if you're going from one place to another, and you're driving, and, and you hit traffic, it's your imagination that gets you through it, there's, you know, around it, and up this street, and get there on time, but it's the imagination, man, and so when we have this fear that begins to cripple us it's nothing in the world but a misuse of that imagination and the better imagination you have the more you know the the more creative you are the smarter you are the more likely you are to have an issue with it and so i have just learned to be able to be very 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 honest with myself and to to 
really look and say, okay, am I imagining this? Am I am I borrowing trouble? Am I just imagining something that hadn't even happened and hadn't even likely to happen? And and you know, I, I told my boys the other day there was you know kind of something looming on the horizon, and and I said, hey guys, listen, we're all together today. We're here having a great time. Let me, let me tell you something about that. Okay, we cannot do anything about that right now like at all we can't do anything about it nothing there's nothing we can do and so we can either let it ruin today and tomorrow and the next day and next we we consider and worry about it and think of what happens that. or you know or we can say okay there's a time that we're going to have to deal with that and when we reach that time we'll deal with it but we're not going to let it uh, knock us away from opportunity and laughter and fun and relationships today. You know, that's that's great stuff. There's two things there. Um, you know, you talk about it's vision. You're talking about imagination, but being able to kind of visualize a couple of different options in the future, using your imagination to figure out what's the best path to take. The problem, as uh, as you see sometimes, some of your biggest strengths in different situations can be weaknesses. And so you're seeing all these visions of all these different things that could be coming, and some of them are bad. Right, and, right. And and that could uh, that could be very well what it is, but I never had really heard it uh, explained that way. And uh, I was reading something the other day, and it, it was uh, talking about how, um, you know, talking about being anxious. And there's, there's plenty of anxiety for tomorrow on tomorrow. Today, just worry about today. Get through right. today. Don't worry about tomorrow. And, and that's, uh, that's good stuff. So, well, hey, we'll wrap up here. This is great stuff for our ambitious listeners. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe by texting ambitious to 69922. That's 69922. Standard messaging rates apply. See website for full details. Next, we're going to be talking more to Andy about the ambitious things that he's doing now and what's next right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. Hey, ambitious listeners, you hear us interviewing entrepreneurs all the time, and there's a common theme. They want to be more productive and improve their communication. As an ambitious entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. The Ambitious Radio Network recently partnered with Grasshopper to offer our listeners a special discount. Log on to ambitiousradio.com and click on the Grasshopper banner in the bottom right-hand corner. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Sound professional with a main greeting and multiple extensions that forwards callers to your mobile phone or others in your organization. Get a toll-free free number or local number for your business with multiple extensions. Set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world. Get your voicemails emailed to you as an audio attachment or transcribe an email. Keep business calls separate from your personal calls. Plans start at $12 a month with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember to click on the Grasshopper banner at ambitiousradio.com for a special discount for our listeners. Join the over 150,000 small business owners that have stayed connected with Grasshopper. See how Grasshopper works? It's the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn the world into your office. As we get back into the show, let's give a shout-out to our great sponsors, all3reports.com. That's all, the number three, reports with an S.com. You know, many people check their credit every three to five years when they're financing a home or maybe when they're purchasing a new vehicle, but if there is an issue, it could be too late to do anything about it. So go to all3reports.com to find out more. Speaking of a new vehicle, a wise person once said, lease what depreciates, buy what appreciates. So go to Autoflex Leasing. They offer a better way to lease your next car. America's largest independent leasing company is Autoflex Leasing. Doug? 
All right, talking to Andy Andrews today on Ambitious Radio. We are so excited to have him on the show. Let's talk about the ambitious things that you're doing now. I know that you've written books and, and you've got all kinds of great content, uh, but I also recently tuned into your podcast, In the Loop, and then you're talking a lot about parenting and uh, a 100-year parenting plan or something along those lines. Can you can you talk a little bit about those two things for me? Yeah, yeah. And, and man, first, let me just tell you, I love doing that podcast. I mean, I just have such a great time doing that. Uh, David Loy is is the guy hosting it, and uh, we talk and we take listener questions, and uh, it's, you know, it is it, it may be the most fun thing that I do career wise because it's the only thing that I do that's really, um, I, that I'm allowed to think through things kind of right in front of people. You know, I'm not prepared for those questions at all. And so it's a, it, it's a, it's an awesome, great time. And so we talk about business and we talk about, uh, entrepreneurship and we talk about thinking and, uh, and getting great results. And we talk, we talk about parenting and that, and it really does, uh, you know, and you, and you can, you can, uh, obviously the podcast is free and you can go on andyandrews.com and, and sign up, put your email in there, and it'll come to your inbox uh, every every Saturday morning, or you can get it on uh, iTunes. And but uh, either way, we, we have a great time with that. Um, and one of the things that we do end up talking about a lot is parenting. And and I got to tell you, Doug, I never, I never in a million years did I think, okay, I'm gonna somebody's going to consider me like some parenting guy or something, you know, I never thought I was going to have a, you know, any kind of course on parenting or anything like that. But, uh, you know, with a 13 year old and a 16 year old, you're going to learn some stuff. And, um, and so with a lot of the other stuff that I've learned, uh, we have managed to, to really help a lot of people. And I, you know, I don't know what your family was like, Doug, but I look at some families, very few, but man, generation after generation, these guys are growing in wealth and growing in wisdom and seems like everything's working and it's just pretty awesome. Well, I look at my family tree and generation after generation, nobody left anything, <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody was kind of starting over from ground zero every time, you know, another branch off the tree type of thing. And, and at some point I, I realized that and I said, you know, I got to throw an anchor here. I, I got to say this, this is going to stop. You know, I love these boys too much. I, you know, I, I, I don't want the, the, the wisdom part and, and, you know, not that I would, not that I'm going to, you know, leave them a ton of money or anything, but I, I I realized we have to build from here. And so I really, I created a program called 100 Year Parenting, you know, just a generational parenting. And and I got to tell you this, I am into proof. I am into proof. I, I don't like being called a motivational speaker uh, because I think motivation is kind of a myth. I think we all kind of enjoy it and we enjoy being encouraged. But we also know there's an end to that. There, there is a statute of limitations on encouragement. You know, I can encourage you, and it'll last until the first crazy thing that happens in your life. 
or or it'll it'll last until Monday as long as I encourage you late on a Friday. But <laughs> but if I can prove something to you, if I can prove something, well, that'll last forever. Right. You know because proof is is reality. It's not based on an emotion. And and so what I really you know do with the parenting stuff is I I prove beyond a reasonable doubt you know not a mathematical proof but the kind of proof where people hear something and go I never thought of that well that makes total sense and you know uh, it, it 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 they are simple things but they are things that a lot of times people don't think about I I talk to parents all the time who you know might me having a challenge or something and, and the one question I always ask at first I say well so what is, what's your style what do you consider kind of you know what's really important to you there what are you trying to do here and and over and over again Doug I hear people say you know what we just we just want to raise great kids this is the priority for us right you know when we said if we're going to have kids this is going going to be the priority so we're trying to raise great kids we you know we wake up every day and think about it and go to bed every night and pray about it and we we're we want to raise great kids and i hear that and i want to say well you know there's your problem yeah because you don't you don't really you may think you do but you don't really want to raise great kids what you want to do is raise kids who become great adults. That's two different things. That's two different targets. And because it's a different target, a different pathway will lead to each. I mean, don't we know people who had great kids? They had great kids. They were great kids. But then they turned 18, got away from home, and something happened. You know, that is that is the truth right there. There's a lot of people that do that. And, and you know, you look up and um, they you know, they had these great little kids, and then in, somewhere in the teenage years, things change a little bit. And you know, the, it's funny that you say that because what I I've got a, a nineteen uh, and a and a twenty one year old, and um and so you know one of the things that we really are focused on is is just having our kids to be able to be productive, uh, self sufficient, um, contributing uh, adults in society. You know that that they you know can really earn their own way and 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 do well, and uh, and I think they're on well on their way to do that. But but I know the other day, I mean I was listening to In the Loop, and uh, th- on the podcast, and you were talking about um, public school and private school and homeschooling, and I mean so it's real live. Like hey, here are some things that we're going through, and I guess you know kind of one of the ways maybe you're coming up with your content is obviously. Uh, with parenting is that you're parenting right now. So it's relevant because you're going through it right now. Here's an odd thing. Here, here's an odd thing. And I, and I, I want to, if you don't mind, in, in a second, I'm going to give your listeners a, a text number. I want to I give them some videos. I'll give them to them. Okay. Um, but let me, bef- but before I tell you the number and everything, let me, let me say this. What you just said is very, it's, it's very important. And it's, um, it's kind of kind of an kind of an odd thing when you think about uh, parenting because it, it, there there's there's something that that brings into people's minds you know uh, because if you talk it people will start in their minds they kind of go into divisions and and some of them go well yeah I've got little kids well you know I've got 
teenagers and then other people go well i already raised my kids and then there some people go well we ain't, we ain't got kids and then some people go i hate kids and, you know there's they're all over the map and and yet uh, this parenting stuff that i've created it is for everybody and and some of you say well why why what why would it be for everybody well the reason is because everything is parenting and 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 if you doubt that, just remember every every everything you look at when you wake up in the morning, everything you touch when you wake up in the morning, it has been created or maintained or invented or made uh, according with with the quality according to how somebody was parented, because somebody working in that factory, uh, you know, was imbued with a work ethic or without one by their moms and dads. If you look at society today, some of the things that you really are grateful for, it's because of parenting. Some of the things you're really upset about that really affect you dramatically is because of parenting. You know, the the uh, relationships with an employer, an employee, an employee, an employer, a lot of it, it it's parenting principles. I was with a, a Big Ten coach, a college football coach, everybody listening absolutely knows this coach and i was called up to that school uh, and you know they called and wanted to talk to me about one of the players they were having an issue with and what do you do and so i'm sitting there with the coach that everybody knows and the offense coordinator defense coordinator and they're telling me this and, and so i just i made the little comment you know i just offhand comment i was just conversation at that point and i said well you guys are just parenting at an extreme level here and and the coach kind of rocked back and he said hey i'm not his parent and i said well you know i understand that and from a traditional sense that's true but the issues you're dealing with right here it's because nobody else ever has been either and so you can either you can either grab hold of these parenting principles and you can teach them to him about behavior and this kind of stuff, and this this kind of stuff and and you you can teach it in this way that'll make sense to him and he will understand how it benefits him so you're not imposing it on him you're just presenting it and say hey you, you want this kind of life you want this kind of result tomorrow and and I said so you can either parent him with principles and and if you do he'll become a great member of this team and then four years from now when he graduates he'll be a great member of society or we can keep saying I'm not his parent and you can deal with this until you kick him out of here and then we'll all have to deal with him but either way it's parenting you know that that really is powerful and and I encourage uh, everyone out there if you've got kids um, you know it's it, they don't give you an owner's manual you know whenever you deliver whenever your uh, significant your wife or, or whatever delivers your child uh, a lot of people figure it out kind of uh, on the job training and I know Andy's got a great program that he's put together and put a lot of thought into it and it's and it's there are these decisions and these it's principle based and it and it works I mean it, it really really does let me give you these numbers Doug for okay. people and and uh, I'll send them four free videos. But if you'll text this number, it's 33444. I know that doesn't sound like a text number, but it is 33444. And in the message, just put one word, put parenting, 33444 and the word parenting. And uh, it'll come right back to you and you uh, 
one more little answer there and we'll send you the four free uh 20 minute videos and you'll get a kick out of them they're fun they're funny and um you'll like them well that's great stuff so guys as always everything that we talk about on the show we will put uh, a show page up at ambitiousradio.com and you can just search for andy andrews there and and we'll put that on there but it's 33444 and text the word parenting and then you will get some videos uh, on uh, on raising kids so that's great stuff we'll wrap up this segment and right after the break we'll be talking more to andy about what he does to recharge this ambitious body mind and spirit right here on the ambitious radio network Here's another RepairMyCreditNow.com story. Home ownership. It's the American dream. It's a goal you've always hoped to achieve. You've spent countless weekends looking for the perfect house on the ideal block. The rates are low and you've saved enough for the down payment. Unfortunately, now the mortgage company says there's a little hitch. Okay, let's be honest. It's a gigantic, gargantuan hitch. It's your credit. And it looks like your estimated house payment will be (laughs) a lot more hello this is doug parker with repairmycreditnow.com do you have less than perfect credit a repo maybe some late payments a collection account are they being reported accurately studies show that over 70 percent of americans have inaccuracies on their credit reports where do you fit in go to repairmycreditnow.com for your free credit report evaluation and remember your credit is your future if you want to get started now log on now repairmycreditnow.com RepairMyCreditNow.com www.RepairMyCreditNow.com And we're back in here on the show. It's Ambitious Radio Network, recharging the ambitious mind, body, and spirit made possible by RepairMyCreditNow.com. You know, having bad credit can be really draining. It's okay to not be okay as long as you're on the road to being okay. Let RepairMyCreditNow.com help get you back on track. You know, many of our ambitious listeners prefer to listen to books as opposed to reading them. Now, with that, we've teamed up with Audible.com to offer you one free audiobook. Just go to AmbitiousRadio.com, click on the Audible banner on the page to find out more. Back to the show now with Doug Parker. All right, back on the Ambitious Radio Network today again, talking to Andy Andrews, best-selling author, an all-around, just great leader, great content creator. And we're going to talk about uh, what he does to recharge his ambitious body, mind, and spirit. And so um, with that being said, Andy, uh, let's talk real quick, uh, just rapid-fire answer questions. And you can spend as much time as you want to, but um, (laughs) let's talk about what fills you. Man, being with my family, that's really that's number one, number two, three, four, and five, probably. But, uh, being with my family in, in almost any form, I, I can pull weeds with my boys or we can be out in the woods together or fishing together. It, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm with the boys, my wife, you know, I, Polly and I've been married 27 years and I, I, probably look like i've aged 27 years and she i'm just i'm shocked i was looking at her across the table the other night we were in a restaurant with some friends and i thought man you are really really beautiful and <laughs> it's i i'd love being with my family they're fun uh both my boys are very very funny to me you know my 13 year old my wife said to adam when he was about 11 and she said she was telling him something she said adam two wrongs do not make a right he said that's true mom but two rights can make an airplane <laughs> and i'm like good grief and so that's that's really number one and then 
you know, maybe on down the list, I love being in the woods. We love to fish. So, outdoors. Fantastic. Now, do you have a favorite place that you like to vacation? You know, one of our favorite places uh, through the years, we've been to a place in the British Virgin Islands called um, Peter Island. And we have been there several times, and we love that. We went there on our 25th anniversary and took five couples with us and and stayed in a really nice place. But I I like we, – we stay home. I like being just – we've got friends that, you know, we could go down and stay in a Motel 6, and we'd have just as much fun. I, so I – you know, vacations for me are just being with family and friends, and it doesn't really matter where. Gotcha, gotcha. And and when it comes to rest, because I know you, you've got a lot of moving parts and you're kind of all over the place with different projects, but what about rest? I mean, how much rest do you get per night? <sighs> you know, that, that really, it, it's it's all over the map, Doug. And, I, you know, I can, I, I, I really need like six hours, but I can go on four hours for a while if you let me catch up. You know, I can go, I have four or five days when I'm writing a lot, a lot of times I get up really early. I'll get up at three o'clock so that I can start writing. And then by the time the boys get up and everything, I'm really into it. And I have had some of that quiet, quiet, quiet time. And, uh, but I, you know, I, I can only do that four or five days and then eh, I gotta, I gotta crash a little bit. I don't know anybody who has been very, very, very successful that can, that would honestly tell you, oh, I, I get my eight hours. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't get my eight hours. Forget being tired. I'm, t- I'm too excited about stuff. I mean, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and start thinking about something, and you know, kind of lean over and kind of. Kind of shake my wife and say, "Hey, I'll be downstairs. I'll be I'll be in the office, <laughs> you know." And so I'm too excited. Yeah, that's great stuff. That really is. And I know you got to run here real quick. So um, as we wrap up, if there's one thing that maybe um, you know you could ask of our audience or how you would want them to engage or connect with you, what would it be? I would love for people to connect with us on on the in the loop. You know, if you. Go on andyandrews.com, look around, uh, and have fun with that. I mean, there's some places you can get some books and all. But I I really, I, years ago, I said, man, I don't want one of those kind of websites where, you know, you go on it and oh, there's the stuff you buy. Okay, that's where he's going to be. Okay, I don't ever need to go on this again. You know, I wanted to have something that was valuable to people. And my whole mission in life is to create value for other people and help them live the lives that they would live if they knew how. And, and so, you know, I'm kind of an older guy now, I'm 56 and have figured some stuff out and I'm still learning as hard and fast as I can. And, um, so come think with me and teach with me. You know, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all too, but I, I really, I think I do my best work on the podcast and on the website with the blogs I do. And so just get your email address in there, and we'll be connected. That sounds fantastic. Well, we really appreciate you carving out time out of your very busy schedule to uh, spend with our ambitious listeners. And uh, thanks for your time. Hopefully we'll have you on again at some point in the future. And uh, just uh, go out there and, and be ambitious, guys, as, as, as you know that 
Um, you know, we have a show every Wednesday, so tune in throughout the, the week uh, while we interview ambitious listeners, leaders, and uh, other inspiring entrepreneurs as they're changing the faces of their organizations. Remember, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you cannot, cannot make both. So go out there and be ambitious. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Radio Network, hosted by serial entrepreneur Doug Parker. Join us weekly as we have engaging conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders on topics that can be applied immediately after listening. Like what you've heard? Listen to other interviews at ambitiousradio.com or subscribe on iTunes.